Hello and welcome to another episode of Adam for Baseball. I'm your host, Adam. It's August 20th. We have uh, a really good slate today. There are a couple games not going on today. I think it has to do with the Little League World Series. Um, I know that the Dodgers aren't playing. The Diamondbacks aren't playing. So there's some big guys out on these weeks where you want to win. Like For example, I don't have Corbin Carroll and Mookie Betts in one of my leagues going today. So that you, know, you bring in reserves, you hope you have good reserves for situations like this. And, of course, for any sort of injuries as well. Um, do have a special guest today. i got my brother on the line, um, Landon. Uh, Lando, tell us how your week's going for fantasy. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. Um, yeah, uh, my week um, fantasy is actually going pretty dang good. It's the best week i've had so far oh the whole um, season not on the whole season yeah not i mean st- statistically no but just i'm up eight to nothing right now sure i see so, you're saying. um <clears throat> i think so i think part of it is the guy that i'm facing i think he's like in maybe in last place so i think he's just kind of mailing it in mm. so he's, i don't think he's like putting guys in get those points so like right yeah so I, like, I'm like, Heck, uh, right yeah it's like if he wants to call it and mail it in that's his choice like i'm still fighting i still got a chance like kind of what we talked about a little bit ago so like because like i mean my hitters are doing okay my pitching's doing okay like if i faced anybody else i think i'd probably be <laughs> losing but uh thankfully i'm facing this guy so i want to ask you a, a question so. about a couple of your guys on your team um this is something uh, i think i kind of realized it i I don't pay a whole lot of attention to catchers but i was watching the twins play the phillies the other day and they're kind of just talking about how a lot of people have noticed it of course with trey turner but jt rail muto is a little down this year not like terribly but he is down right and he's you took yeah, them def- fairly high, right? Yeah, I think. Let's see. I could probably. T- I actually think I can tell you here. I took him. The wild thing is, he has twelve oh. steals. Like he does everything. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, especially with like being a catcher, you don't expect that. But no. um, yeah, I took him fourth, uh, and he was thirty seventh overall. Yeah, so right where he typically goes, I think. Right. Where did Real Muto go in my league? I'm not even sure. Oh, yeah. Real Muto went fourth round, seventh pick in my league. Okay. So that's what? That's 36, 43rd pick, right? So very similar. So he was falling into that spot. And um, it's interesting. I I am going to do an episode where I go back and just kind of look at probably the top 20 players that were drafted, like the overall average draft position or even top ones for each position. And then just kind of look and see how things panned out. Are there guys on your team that you're happy with where you took them? And are there players that you're like, because I have to imagine you're, you're completely fine with Freddie Freeman. He's had a great year again. So you're happy about that. Who's, who's a plus and who's a negative. Give me one of each. Yeah. So I think, Probably my biggest plus, aside from Freddie Freeman, I'd say is probably Bo Bichette. Yeah. 
Um, he's been very, very good. Um, probably the biggest negative, and partly, I think a good chunk of it's not his fault. Part of, I mean, like when he is healthy, might be Jazz Chisholm. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's been hurt, been hurt. You know, what yeah. been the injured list like what three times this year? I think. I think like so. That. I kind of forgot about and, Jazz because he's been hurt so much. Right, right, and it seems like still seventeen steals. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, and then like it seems like he starts when he starts to kind of turn it on. And it seems like he's going, and then he gets hurt again. It's just like, oh. yeah, he's got two hundred twenty-three at bats. The wild thing is, everything he's doing right now is pretty much in line with his career averages. His okay. OPS plus, his um, uh, on base percentage. His batting average, all that stuff is falling in like with just a couple points difference. Like he is playing like he's played, but the thing is he he's only twenty five. And the question right. always and, and there's another guy in your team that you have that is the same type of guy. Boy, what would it look like if you had a full season? That's Byron Buxton. Yeah. Um, Byron, yep, exactly. I don't know if you saw this, they've talked about with Byron that when he comes back, he might be playing in the outfield. Like this year? This year. Oh, wow. Which they said no okay. way. And yeah. now there are articles out, and Rocco said, like, they're starting to do outfield drills with Byron. They're given a little more time right now to just see if they can have him be able to do that because he's so much, he's so much more of a consistent hitter when he's in the field. Yeah, it, it it seems like that's been the like I know they talked about it quite a bit like just like during the broadcasts and just on the radio like like a lot of these guys that are that good in the outfield it seems they need to be like or they like they need both like you know Edgar Martinez he was a different breed like being a DH he didn't need to be out in the outfield some of these guys if they have a bad at bat they're like well I need to go in the outfield I need to make a play to kind of make up for that bad at bat right like, well you have to sit there and you have to dwell right or if right, you're yeah, just a the, DH the, yeah, you're the, dwelling yep exactly each at bat you have to think about it you're going over it you don't have you don't have uh, contributing in another way to make up for right. striking out three times, and and like you said, like with the Byron Buxton, when he's used to contributing in other ways, yeah, I think like you said, he just dwells on it even more. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to see him do that. It's tough to see him do that because he, if he would have been playing more, I think he'd be right there with Gallo for home runs, but still more productive. Oh, absolutely. You know, Gallo's, I think, yeah. the team leader at 20. And Bucks is 17. I think Kepler, Kepler might have tied him. Did Kep tie him? Who's having a I resurgence. Think, yeah. Boy, is oh, he starting to look like real. the Kepler we thought we were going to get when he hit, what, 36 that one year? Yep, yep. Yeah, he's at 20 now. Yep, you're right. And he's up to 241. This is a guy that was batting 170. Like, yeah, point. that's insane. <laughs> he's Man, batting he, I mean, he, Unreal, unreal. He had that year in uh, 2019 where he hit 252, had 36 home runs. That was the Bomba Squad year, right? That was the Bomba Squad year, correct. And he actually got an MVP vote. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. He he was 20th place in MVP voting. He actually <laughs> hey, actually take registered. What you can get. 
hey, it's, it means you got to vote. Because you know? I, yeah, I don't think they just vote for first. I think there's first, second, third, right? You vote right. that yep. way. Yep. And yep. so he must have gotten – I'm assuming he did not get a first-place vote. I'm assuming it was like a third-place vote. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Probably 36 home runs so. on a team where everybody seemed to hit home runs. But the difference yeah. with that team – this team right now, what they're trying to do, which drives me nuts, they're trying to recreate the Bomba squad. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like the Bomba squad wasn't just home runs. Yes, they hit tons of home runs, but guess what? They scored runs too. Like that team's average runs per game was crazy. And they had no no pitching staff really. This year they have no. maybe the best pitching staff in American League. Yeah, I think yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it's got to be, yeah. It, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's. I mean, they're up there. They're probably top top three, if anything. The tough part is Tampa Bay can't stay healthy. No. That pitching staff. No. You know, you have no, Rasmus and McClanahan. Who else got hurt for them? Did someone else? Ah, uh, let's see. They don't have. They don't have. They don't have glass now anymore, do they? I can't keep track no, of this I stuff. No, I can't remember where he went. Yeah, it's... Let's go starting pitchers for Tampa Bay. I'll pull this up here. Uh, Eflin, McClanahan's on the 60. Oh, Jeffrey Springs. Jeffrey Springs is on the 60. Oh, yeah. And he had those awesome, that awesome start to the season. He was like... Is he a rookie? Or is he a rookie? I don't know. It was like or his he... third start, I think. Yeah. Third start yeah, of the yeah, season. He and then was... he'd... I remember, I think Ruskin sent me the message. It was his elbow. He had started three games, two wins, .56 ERA, 16 innings, 24 strikeouts. And then, boom, felt something in the elbow. Season done right away. And that team still went on to win game after game after game. Somehow. Oh, they do have Glasnow. They do. Okay. I get so confused. I I always think Glasnow is with the, the Pirates, even though. Yeah, that's right, because he came up with Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always make that mistake still. I'm like, he hasn't been with the Pirates in a few years. It's crazy to think, like, that Pirates team, like, I mean, some yeah. of the pitchers they've had, like Garrett Cole, Glasnow, Zach Duke. I mean. Zach Duke. I love that that's, that's <laughs> the go-to for you. Like, yeah. I was thinking about those pitchers, Jason Schmidt. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Jason Schmidt was the man. Yeah. Two decades ago, <laughs> he was a good pitcher, though. Because remember, he went he to was. San Fran, and that was yep. Jason Schmidt, Matt Cain, and they were the best one-two pitching stat pitchers in the National League. Didn't Jason Schmidt win the Cy Young one year? Know. Or he was like up there, I thought. Yeah, he was that. He was so big. Remember, he was kind of like a yeah, like a bigger, like a taller David Wells. Right. Right. Yeah, he pitched from 95 to 2009. He won the ERA title, and he was a three-time All-Star. And he was drafted by the Braves in 1991. Wow. 130 wins, 96 losses, 3.96 ERA in his career. 1,700, over 1,700 strikeouts. Wow, he was a really, he had a really nice career. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that year when he won the ERA title was a San Fran he was 17 and 5 the 2.34 era wow okay 
And that was when they, I'm pretty sure that's when they had Matt Cain, right? And then I forgot all about Matt Cain. Matt Cain. So, because, yeah, so Maddie was there. He was 04, 05 in the big leagues to 2017. So he won those two titles with them. Gotcha. Right. That when they had that run um, where they won those, I think it was every other year there, they won those. And, and Jason Schmidt, I think, missed that window. So he was out right when, when that team was basically starting to get really good. Right. And that was just the end of Jason's career. Not, not like they're like, get out of here. We don't want you to win with us. He was just yeah, exactly. you know, older guy. But anyway, moving on. I want to talk about something. Um, ultimately, I look for teams that are heating up and playing good baseball and trying to capitalize on it, right? And But I do have this one weird one right now, the Seattle Mariners. I don't know if you saw the stat, but it was going into today. Julio Rodriguez has 17 hits in his last four games. He has four straight games of four hits, which ties the record uh, longest streak in Major League Baseball history. (laughs) He is single-handedly putting this team on his back and putting them in a position to possibly get into the playoffs. They're only a game and a half behind Houston right now, four games back behind Texas. And they looked like a team. The one constant they've had all year, and I remember them talking about it, I've talked about it before, is they look like the Twins. When they can hit, wow, it's a good team because their pitching staff's so good. And now they're hitting. Now their best hitter's hitting. And can guys around them hit? So is there anybody... Is there anybody from the Mariners or from a team that's kind of playing good baseball right now that you're looking at that would be available in leagues right now? Like, if you were to take a look, like, I can pull up someone. Uh, One guy I've been thinking about a lot, even though it's a little different, is Spencer Torkelson. He's been mashing. It's funny you say that. I was was just going to talk about the Detroit Tigers because they're – like they've been playing so good lately, like Torkelson or like Kerry Carpenter's yes. been playing pretty good. Yes, he's dude. Have you seen um, him play? He's he's just good in general. Right. Yeah. He's, he's just, very like, good. The the Tigers are a team that like I mean, watch out AL Central in the next. You know, and I thought it was going to be this year, right? Right. Eduardo Rodriguez right. is has had a really nice season. Yep. But yep. Javi Baez, sadly, has been exactly what you thought he was going to be. A guy that struck yeah. out a lot. And when he hits the ball, he hits it hard. But he right. misses a lot. And he swings at bad pitches. Right? He That's does. why they say don't throw him. Why would you throw him a fastball down the middle? Throw him stuff off the plate. He He's so antsy up there. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Like when, like when the Twins were playing the Tigers. Yeah, like I think like basically all they were throwing was fastballs, like like high fastballs. Like yeah, and, yeah like it was Bailey Ober was just. I think he struck out in five or six straight at bats or something like that. <laughs> Bailey Bailey's guy needs to right the ship. Right. Yeah. You know, right. But um, 
real quick before I lose my point here, um, I, I think a guy that I'm interested in right now, even though he's maybe not an everyday player, but he's played really good lately, is that that surge within the 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 stretch they've had is Dylan Moore. Dylan Moore can steal bases. He had a two home run game against Houston um, on Friday. No, yesterday. And he's went four for five today. Uh, Dylan Moore is very interesting to me. Um, and he should be available, right? He's just a good utility guy if you need that. He hasn't stolen as many bases as I thought he would since he came up. But he's a guy when he's going... He's very good. So these last three games, against two against Houston, one against Kansas City, he is 7 for 12, two home runs, three runs scored, four RBIs. Um, so I like a guy, just a flash in the pan like that. Uh, anybody got you, you got your eye on outside of Kerry Carpenter and Spencer Torkelson? Because those guys, you those know, are good names. A team that's kind of really been catching my eye too is a team that seems like they're kind of heating up is the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, Tristan Cass has been playing well. Um, you know, that's a kid they were really hot on. I mean, he's got 20 homers this year. 20 homers, Does he have I mean, 20 now? He's got 20. Wow. And, I mean, he's, you know, he's hitting 250, 253. I mean that's not too bad. I mean, Jaron Duran's available in one of my. Jaron Duran is another good one. I mean Devers is having you know a ref Raphael Devers year. I mean he's you know yeah. hit one twenty day I believe four ribbies. But, yep, yep, he had one today. Yep, yeah. So I think he's actually at twenty nine homers. Also, I want to shout him out for the he has the biggest dip in in baseball ever. No one has a bigger dip of chewing tobacco <laughs> in than Rafael Devers. It gets all over. All right. You see him up there, and it is. He swings, and it's like a fruit gushers spraying out of his mouth. It is awful to watch. I'm like, what's happening up there? Uh, I don't know how he can breathe. You know, right. He just, just starts with chokes on it. He's just like, I'm home run. How about Justin you know, Turner? Uh, yeah, he's he's playing very very well lately. I didn't too. see it coming. Um, no, no, I thought he was just going to be maybe like a a nice support guy that like just. But he's having you know, a year. Like he might. He's having a year. He's playing really well. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's got he hit a homer today too. He's got twenty homers. He's got seventy five. Oh, he hit he's one. Hitting two. Wow. Yeah, he he hit one today. He's hitting two eighty six. What value? I mean, what value yeah, for the Red Sox organization to pick him up? I mean, that's huge. and he's a good clubhouse guy, from what I understand too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's all like when you saw it with the Dodgers. I mean, he was just a he was a spark plug kind of guy, like just a high energy dude. Just seems like a good guy. Did Turner I mean, come up with the Mets? Was that who he came up with? I think he came up with the A's. Is it the A's? Oh my gosh! How I many think, more do we I need to add so. to that list? Oh, for real. So originally, I'm 99% sure. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. But. Yeah, I'm not sure who he came up with team-wise. Originally, originally, he was drafted by the Yankees. Then he was... Oh, he was? Then he was drafted. So he did not sign. He played for Cal State Fullerton, by the way, who okay. has that amazing pitching stat. I think it's right. Cal State Fullerton. Every pitcher that they've only had like three starting pitchers pitch in the major league baseball and all three of them have pitched a perfect game. What? I think that's Cal state Fullerton. That's it just, insane. the third guy just happened. 
not long ago. I can't remember who it was. Matt so, Garza was he was he Cal State Fullerton? Oh boy, you're asking questions I don't have answers to. Cal State Fullerton. That's a but that's who Turner played for. Um, okay. Yeah, it's. I don't even know, man. Matt Chat did Matt Chapman play for Cal State? Oh yeah, because Michael Lorenzen, Michael Lorenzen is a Cal State Fullerton pitcher. Okay. So that's where this stat came out of. Yeah. And I did not know that. Oh, he uh, Garza was Fresno State. Fresno State. Oh, Tanner Bibby was a Cal State Fullerton guy. So maybe it's not the only pitchers, but they've had three pitchers pitch perfect games. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's something something like that. It's to Chad Cordero. You remember Chad Cordero? Yep. Yeah, he yep. pitched for Cal State Fullerton. Kirk Sarloose pitched for Cal State Fullerton. Yes, please. <laughs> These are some names. Um, anyway, so then Justin Turner eventually actually signed when he got drafted in the seventh round by the Cincinnati Reds. But he came up and debuted with the Baltimore Orioles, only played 17 games over two seasons, and then went to the Mets. His first full season was okay. with the Mets, and then went to the Dodgers gotcha. from there. And so he didn't really... I thought he played for the A's. I mean, so many guys have played for the A's that went on to have oh, success yeah, other true. places. It's it's incredible to think about. Um, right. So you were talking about the the... Um, Boston Red Sox, and you're saying so. Who do you think? Like you're saying, who who could you go out there and get that's available? Like in your league, like Tr- Tristan Cassis is sixty three percent owned in Yahoo leagues, so he is available. Um, Jaron Duran is owned in fifty three percent of leagues. He's out there. Um, who else would you keep an eye on here as the stretch continues? Um. Let's see who else was I thinking of. I mean, now that he's back, um, he's he hasn't played well, but Adam Duvall. And right, right. If he can get going, oh, right. Step. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the key. I mean, can he get going? So one of the streakiest players um, in Major League Baseball. Right. Um, I got you know, who knows what he's gonna do, but a guy I think to keep an eye on at least. And maybe just to take a flyer on. I don't know if you heard, but the Angels called up that kid that they drafted this year already. Already, like it's like the fifth, fifth. I think I I might be wrong on this, but I think it's the fifth quickest a team has ever called up a player that was drafted the same year. So what in the uh, world, Nolan, like I'm killing his name. Oh, Shonel. Uh yeah, thank you. Yep. Was it is it Nolan? Is that Nolan, his name? Nolan, yep. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Um they called him up. So he's like they're expecting him. He's already got uh, his first big league hit in his first game. Yeah. I mean, so he's a big kid. He's six I think he's six four. He's the first baseman. I think that's honestly a guy to keep track of. They're looking they're like literally the Angels are looking for anything to get their team. What is up with like, that squad? You know, oh my gosh, you've probably heard me right. talk about it, but I am so confused yep. by them. Yep. I mean, interesting. That's crazy. a good call. That it's, that might that's information I think folks should have to pay out for on Patreon. My gosh. <laughs> right. 
I mean, like even like I'm looking on here, like Phil Nevin praises Nolan Shawnell after impressive MLB de- debut. Wow. I mean, like so. I mean, they they see something in this kid that they've been I mean, bit by the injury like, bug hey. too. Right. So I mean, they, their hand was maybe forced a little bit. I think so. It's crazy. Like I was looking that up. Um, like the quickest players called up. Mauer's got to be up there. One of was that Mauer's got to be up there. Yeah. I I didn't see his name, but one name I know you'll appreciate, Dave Winfield. Man, but, I think I mean, he got called up within a, within a month. Once in a once in a generation talent. Oh, absolutely. He could have gone uh, pro in yeah. what he was drafted in three sports. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he could play. I think pro he was drafted football, sports. basketball, and baseball. Yeah. I mean, the guy yeah. was. Unreal. Do you go San Diego State? No, that's who he got. That's who he got drafted by, or something like that. Dave Winfield. I don't know. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about Dave Winfield. But that is a great, great call. Um, you know what? That is. I didn't even know about this Nolan Shawnell guy. This is. Uh, this is interesting. I hadn't even thought about him. A guy I was gonna bring up to you. Because. I thought it was interesting, and I don't I feel like I'm like a week late on it, um, just due to his ownership now, is Gavin Williams for the Guardians. Um, oh, sure. He's 56% owned right now, He and that's gone up 12% in the last day. So he could get some droppage after that start against Detroit because it was like okay, and he didn't get the win. He's only been able to get one win in 11 starts. Um, which tells you how bad that Guardians offense has been. But Gavin Williams is a guy I think to keep an eye on. He's not available in either of my leagues. Is he available in your league at all? Uh, I don't think so. But one pitcher that is available in my league that kind of blows my mind is uh, Bryce Elder. What? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, we had something like that. Uh, Someone dropped... uh, Someone dropped Framber Valdez in our league. What? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and it's our it's like the guy that's he's in a playoff position. My gosh. And he dropped dropped Framber Valdez and yeah, Bryce Elder is owned in 74% of leagues. Yeah. It's insane. And he had a couple bad starts there, like, though. I do, I, I do say he had a bad start against Chicago, bad start against Pittsburgh, and then came back with a yeah, great start know. against the Yankees. Right. So I don't know if that's. But the why, Yankees but have had yeah. seven hit, seventeen hits in the last four days. Julio Rodriguez has had as many as them. So that's insane. That is unreal. I mean, <laughs> remember, like, it's just crazy to think that, like, earlier this year or like middle of the year, like, people were like, like, well, Julio Rodriguez is he like a bust? Does he like just was he a flash in the pan last year? And then all of a sudden, he's, like, you know, when it's when it seemed like he started to turn around, it was when the, the Mariners faced the Twins. Oh, like he had that one, he had that one game where I think he had like two homers. Yeah, and like he just. Like had played in the, played great in the outfield. Back in the and day, like the, the Twins, team, I always it, felt like they could get anybody out of any slump. Yep. Oh, absolutely. like if you need to get a guy out of slump, have him face the Twins. They'll, they'll do absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You're not wrong. It just felt like that. A guy. Um, so you do bring up a good point, though, and this is this is the thing I talked about before the season started when you're. Looking at guys, 
even though a guy's overall stats, let's say, are great, are they still good when they have stretches that are so bad over like two months? Are they still that good? You know what I mean? Like Julio's on a tear yeah. right now and be, you know, you drafted him maybe first overall because you thought he was going to be able to carry your team throughout the season. He has not technically done that. He's starting to do it yeah. now. Did you draft well enough and have, has, has your team hung in there long enough? You know, I'd be curious to see winning percentage for for teams in fantasy leagues that out of like the top twelve picks, right? The winning percentage for for teams that had those players, right? Or for certain players, oh, like yeah. if you had this guy, what was your winning? You know, right? I'd, I'd be curious. That is a very interesting. Yeah, that that's a very interesting like thing to think about. Like like just. Like yeah, what like did you have enough players around around him that would help you carry through if he's like yeah if he right. struggled like yeah did you draft well enough to make up for his slump like like yeah, I have Rafi Devers I have Rafi Devers in one of my leagues his overall stats are very good but he's had such bad dry spells that I don't feel like he's been that good from a fantasy standpoint. And that's the weird thing about some of those type of players, you know? Yeah. Got, Cause I mean, he, sorry, go ahead, brother. Oh no, no, keep going. Keep going. I was going to pivot. So you cause, go. Cause, Cause he's, he's a guy that like in one week he could get you like 10 homers and 18 RBIs or 20 <laughs> I mean, RBIs. Maybe not 10, but yeah, he could get you, you a know, lot. I, 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 a lot. I mean, a I, lot. I don't know. I mean, no, know. he, cause he's a, he's a bunch guy. You know, you're exactly right though. Right. He's a bunch hitter. He he has like the two home run games. That's how he does it. That he loves those two home run games. Um, he's kind of been on a heater right now lately, homer wise. Um, a guy I did want to bring up. I got two guys I want to bring up that have been good over the last, I don't know, two weeks. And one of them's Eddie Rosario, who's on another hot run. One of our favorites, and then. Um, Kybert Ruiz for the Washington Nationals, guy who's on my watch list actually. Um, Eddie's hitting 372 with three homers, 13 RBIs. Kybert uh, 370 with four home runs, nine RBIs, and 10 runs scored. Um, are you looking for, like, on your team right now, do you have room? Like, are you looking to add? a bench spot or, or like an outfield catcher type player, or is your lineup, you like, I like where it's at. I don't need to add, or, or what's your strategy right now as you're in that starting to get into the end of August playoffs start in Yahoo standard leagues playoffs start, I believe uh, September 11th. So you have um, three matchups, after this week, you got three matchups. How are you looking to get in the playoffs? Sticking with what you got, or are you looking to pivot and make moves? So right now, I'm thankfully starting to get into a better position because, like, all my guys are starting to get healthy now. Like, Bo Bichette was on the DL. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Heim is on the IL. Um, 
Oh, that's right. Jonah's been out for a yeah. while, right? Yeah, he just came back. Giancarlo was on the IL. Um, this, I got Buxton's Byron coming Buxton. back. He's on the, yeah, Buxton's coming back. So I got all these guys are a final. I had like three or four guys on the IL. So I was, I was like lose like, and I wasn't like I was still like hanging in there with a lot of these guys that are pretty good. Like I was really only losing by maybe a point or two, like overall. So like. I feel pretty good about my team right now, like especially with everyone getting healthy. Because like as you were saying that, I was like looking like just positionally, I'm like I'm like, well, I'm pretty set. Like you know, I got three guys. You know, I got thankfully I was pretty lucky. Like I got some a lot of flexibility with positions. Like you know, Morel play has four positions yeah. he can play. Estrada's got three. Spencer Steer's got three. Um, which is surprising to me i didn't realize steer they gave him that much flexibility in the league but that's pretty nice yeah he's corner and fielders first third in our yep yep first third and outfield so and then you know i got hunter renfield for or not renfield hunter renfro first base outfield you know so i mean like i like outfield i'm definitely set on like catcher is maybe my biggest question mark I mean, I got two. I don't, I mean, I, I like, it's like, is there a catcher out there I could get that's better than Jonah Hunt? Do you like to roster two um, catchers or do you like to ha- have one? I like two. I like two. I yep. like having two. Like, you know, if one of them has an off day, especially if there's a guy that is like first base catcher or like or something like that or like multiple position like that includes catching. So it's like, because like, you know, Haim and Rilamoto, both those guys are just catchers, you know, like, yeah, I used it's to be nice always, always have a backup catcher, always. Yeah. And this yep. year, it just, I couldn't swing it. It right okay. out the gate. I think partially the way I drafted, but in my main league, my bench is typically um, Zach. Oh gosh, Galoff, that second baseman for the A's. Okay. Yep. Yep. Eddie you know, Julian. That's a, that. Oh, go ahead. That's a good. That's that's a good player to have. Like, maybe not so much. Like, I mean, like, I think he'll still probably do pretty good for you this year. Like, or like next year, I think is a year that you could really see him blow up. He's he's one of the best looking players I've seen come up through that organization in a while. In the past, yeah. By, I mean, when I say the last while, I should say this year. Um, he's he's a bunch hit guy. And like he's had a couple right. four hit games recently, and um, I do have Mason Wynn up right now. I have Eddie Julian, and then my two IL slots. I have Jonathan India and Gerald Kelnick, and then my pitcher IL slot is Joe Ryan. So I get Joe back here soon. Jonathan India was talking about how he was upset because he felt like the team rushed him back. The doctor had suggested that they give him an, another week or something like that. And they had him start doing baseball activity sooner than that. And he had a setback. The tear didn't completely heal. And so he's not happy right now that he had to go back on the IL. I thought he was a guy that was yeah. going to get moved. I find it hard to believe that they won't move him now. Right? He's right. going to probably ask for a trade after the season's done. I don't know if he's I, I can't assume he's a I don't think he's a free agent after this year. Right. But Jared yeah, Kelly, I, uh, I don't know when he'll be back. When yeah, as I say, I 
Oh, that was a crazy deal, and he got hurt. Going back to golf, I, I've, I'm looking at his stats right now. He's man, he's having a nice little start to his career. I mean, oh, real nice, hitting 302, seven stolen bases, 21 runs, 16 ribbies. I mean, 993 OPS. That's pretty dang good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and a nice sample pick, size. So, yeah, nice sample size. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, second round pick. So he's a high pick, University of Virginia. That's a good school to take a player out of. I mean, yeah. Um, he had originally got drafted out of high school by the Indians. Of course, of course he did. What you know? It's they, they're but, just another team that drafts well. Yep, yep, and uh, yeah, I mean he's a good size, six two, two hundred five. I mean, yeah, he's he could be very, very good. So as uh, as as we kind of go, we're going to be wrapping up here in the next few minutes. But as you have three matchups left. I know that you need points right now to get yourself into a good right. position to be in the playoffs. What are you looking to do to help your team? Are you making sure you get as many at bats or are you trying to keep your average high because you think the power will be there? Are you trying to add as many starters as you can and just have a guy that you're swinging out constantly so you can get as many starts using there? Like what are things that you're trying to do or are you going to let it ride and just you trust in your guys? I think for my team, I think I'm probably going to really make like, cause I think it's probably going to be focusing on my pitching. I think my hitting is my strongest strength, uh, my strongest strength. And um, it seems like usually week in week out, I'm usually winning and hitting. Yeah. Pitching is where I, I kind of have issues. So I'm, I mean, and usually the biggest thing is some of my guys just aren't going long in some of the games. And it's not necessarily that they aren't maybe like pitching poorly. It's just they're throwing a lot of pitches. Like they're yeah. working a lot. They're maybe not like, they're not getting, they're not pitching enough long enough to get wins. So like maybe they're pitching four and four and two thirds and they're giving up a run or two. Like, well, that's not terrible, but if you're put throwing 80, 90 pitches and yeah, you're not going to go that long. So then, yeah, like I'm, not getting as many innings out of them, not getting wins. I'm not getting the strikeouts. So yeah, like this week I got pretty lucky. Like what was it on Saturday? I had four guys pitch. So okay. That was really nice. So how many innings but are you again, at right now? 56.2. Man, I just could not get there this is, week. Yeah. So, and I like right now I only have two wins, which that's frustrating. Um, 50 strikeouts, which isn't terrible. 4.928 ERA, which isn't where I want it. I mean, so that's just pitching is my biggest need. Like, and then it's like I'm looking, I'm looking at my pitchers. I'm like, well, you know, you know I got Framber Valdez, I got Bibby, I got Paxton, Gilbert, Sonny Gray. Kest- yeah, somebody dropped Sonny Gray, so I picked up Sonny Gray. So <sighs> I I dropped I dropped Brian Bellow. So. A lot of people don't um, didn't like Sonny there for a stretch because he wasn't getting wins. Remember that he hadn't won a right. game since end of April or something like that. Back when he yeah, got like yep. he had very little wins, but yeah, Sonny's been great in my opinion. Well, it's like I like the pitchers I have. It's just they're just not doing it for me right now. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I'm like in a similar my, boat. Similar boat. It's I just, like my pitcher. I mean, I like my pitchers, but they aren't doing what they, you know. It's just not enough. 
It just always seems like it's just not enough. You know, like from and from what I've seen from your hitters, it seems like yeah, it seems like you have no problem in that department. So no, my hitters feel good. I might lose just because I might lose by one run, and one point in average. We'll see what happens here. It's I'm fated to lose this week somehow. I just I only had 41 innings of pitching, so I feel like I need to be on that position with kind of what what I was talking about. Is you have to if you're trying to get innings, you have to have guys you can drop. And typically you want to have a pitcher you can always cycle out. So pitcher A, I know that I'm not going to hold on to him. I want him for this start because he's going against Kansas City, okay? I'm going to drop him after he starts, get another guy in in a favorable matchup, and just hopefully you can do that three times in a week because, you know, waiver time and all that. And... uh that's the goal to try to get my innings up because I only had 41 this week. The guy I faced had 52 and two thirds and he actually benched Hunter green, which is probably a good decision for him. He got beat up by Toronto today. So, um, anything else you want to say before you go Lendo? So a, a couple quick things that are super random. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you noticed in the draft, I, I think this is just a way, a direction of that, you're going to see the MLB go and just the way that the drafts are going. I think a record eight two-way players were drafted this year in the draft. Oh, really? Eight? I didn't see that. Eight, eight, eight two-way players. I think it was eight or nine, and that's the most ever. So I think you – I mean, Otani wow. just broke the mold, and I think you're going to see a lot of teams experiment with that. Sure. It's going to so change money in the game too, I think exactly it's going to be something very interesting to watch in the future and I, I i can't remember if you touched on this at all in one of your earlier ones i was just looking at the average age for lineups in the mlb and um two the top two teams royals and guardians 26 years old basically wow and then you look at you look at the oldest teams and i think it kind of correlates with struggles at some of the third oldest New York Mets, fourth oldest New York Yankees. Look at the seasons mm. they're having. It's just interesting. It's like, yeah, I mean, some of these, and then you look at some of the younger teams, Tampa Bay Rays are the third youngest. Uh, Baltimore Orioles are the fifth youngest. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's, I mean, you got to go younger. It seems Kansas City Royals 40 and 85, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying. No, you're exactly. Because <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think the Royals are younger than they actually are. Because do they still have? Let me check this out real quick. The Royals are a team that I thought was going to do. I was really kind of missed on them. I want to say that right now. I missed early before the season started. I didn't realize that they were kind of getting rid of some guys, you know. Um, right. But like Sal Sal Perez, you know, he's he waits that age a little bit. But it is wild that I don't think people realize how young Sal Perez still is. He's only thirty three. Yeah, well, yeah, that's crazy. He feels he like he's been in the league old. for he, twenty years. Yeah, it does. It does, and he looks older than he is age. Yeah, he's kind of uh, like me. Like yeah. 
<laughs> like, that guy is, look at that 50 year old guy anyway uh yeah. they got guys like michael massey though of course bobby witt jr mj melendez when he's on he's very good but he has not played up to the point that he should right which Kyle going, Isbell's which, fun to watch which uh going back to when you're asking about players i mean if Bobby Witt isn't um, – if he's available, my gosh, pick up Bobby Witt right now. He better not be available. On. I will yell at yeah. a league if if he's available. That would be the dumbest – My gosh. Like, what are you doing? He does everything yeah, he well. Is. Yeah, he is on fire He's right the now. number eight ranked player in Yahoo. There's Jeez. a reason. He does yep. everything well, and he's really hot right now. We're talking 281 average, 24 jack, 70 runs scored, 79 runs – driven in 36 Damn. stolen bases that's cr- that's crazy that's, that's, that's on i mean this third worst team in baseball second worst team in can baseball you ima- can you imagine if he was on like a i don't know tampa bay or like just a team that uh, he had more support i don't know i think they're gonna get figured out that this team has had the formula before for a world series i think they can do it again right. well yeah exactly yeah uh, they're exactly. smart yeah, over they, there they, it's a division where you can get away with it you know right but anyway um we got to wrap it up here thanks for coming on lando hey thanks for having me and uh next week we're gonna talk about well i don't think i want to but i'm gonna talk about the white Sox a little bit more uh see you next (laughs) week (laughs) see ya